Skittle. Skittle. Skittle Pale Meow Meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Skitter Pale Meow Meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man.
truck. Another edition of The Plug with Bushy Sin and The Mountain Man. You just heard ACDC ride on. And uh, we're going to get into why you just heard that in a little bit. Although I'm sure with the news that broke today, you can guess that. We don't have Sin today. Sin, this motherfucker got a job. And I cannot tell you, I'm shocked. (laughs) And appalled. I, I I know he's disabled, but this son bitch has joined the workforce. Mountain Man, how you doing? Skater pal, meow meow, cannot clean, brother. What about yourself? I'm I'm still trying to get over this whole sin and working thing. You and me both. Uh, I can understand working a lot. I know you can work a little bit on disability, but still, sin. I know, well, because well, between the two of us, and you've known him obviously a little bit longer than I have, but our entire relationship with this guy, uh, he, he's been on disability, so it just kind of floors me he's working. But I will say, good for him, good for you, a little extra cash, never hurt nobody. That's all I can say. Oh, I, I, I thought I was going to have to edit some shit out. That's all you can pretty much put on my emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, Sid, so he's he's not with us. He's, um, <laughs> fucks me up to say, he's, he's at work. I'm going to have to keep saying that so that it sinks into my little nugget here. Wait a minute, how many beers have you had already? Uh, I'm on my third. You're on, well, shit, by the time you say it so many times, you're going to be laughing your ass off later. I know, right, right? <laughs> I, 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 I got out of work a little bit early tonight. I didn't expect to get out that early, but... Uh, my assistant foreman is now the night foreman, acting night foreman. He showed up at 4 o'clock, dude. By 4.30, I was like, hey, you want to just clock in? Right. Because <laughs> I was ready to go, but I needed to shower up. and I haven't shaved all week, and I know, yes, I have a beard. But uh, my neck, I had to shave my neck. Uh, you know, my throat, I guess, the back of my neck and my head because, frankly, I'm bald. And um, I don't like that little bullshit that grows on top of my head while the rest of it's growing out looking like a ugly version of Patrick Stewart. I was getting ready to say, do you really have to shit shower and shave just to do the podcast? Damn it, man. Hey, look, Jed's coming over later. I needed to make sure everything was squeaky clean because I'm trying to get a little something. Ah, I knew there was a certain reason why. I was getting ready to say, sooner or later the truth would come out. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because um, I don't get to see my baby very much. And um, I'm suffering from a little bit of what I like to call MSB, which is a major sperm backup. Why don't you just say it? Blue balls. 
Oh no, because I'm not sore. But I'm ready for a release. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. We you, we might want to introduce someone else who's sitting here at the table who we hadn't heard of in a very long time on the show. Everybody, little Miss Granny Clyde is with us today. Oh God, and I'm talking about this stuff. You didn't tell me she was sitting right there. That's uh, edited uh, out. That's edited out. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, Granny C. <laughs> hey, Nate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's a little load, you're supposed to do it by hand anyway. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. It's 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 been like two weeks. It sucks. <laughs> now, you can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be married at this point. <laughs> I'm on a goddamn schedule. <laughs> It's about bad. How was your yeah. week? My week. Uh, healing, uh, running around four days straight, worked four 12-hour shifts, still trying to heal these two little broken toes, which today I literally just about bit a stick in half. Uh, Jessica and us were decorating for Christmas. Yes, I know it's before Thanksgiving. Oh, well, we love the Christmas holiday so and it's not happy holidays it's merry freaking christmas anyhow um just yes, we are not politically correct we say merry christmas yes exactly um we were uh sitting sitting basically sitting down resting for a few minutes and jessica you know the little bitty uh mountain dew plastic bottles not the big uh uh 12-ounce bottles, the smaller versions you can buy in about a six-pack. Sure. Well, well, somehow or another, DJ was playing with it, and Jessica just got a hold of it and pitched it to me. But when she pitched it, me with no boot on, only a pair of socks, hit my toe and knocked it out of joint. <laughs> okay, you've got to have the weakest damn feet of any dude I've ever heard. Dude, with it broken, I'm telling you. I, I don't know how she threw it, but she did, and I swear to God, it popped my pinky toe out of joint. Oh. So, so majority of the day, I'm like, okay, hopefully me walking around, it'll just pop back in. No. I'm literally hobbling around the house. I, and this this is the funny part. Me, My wife has never suffered a broken bone or anything like that in her life. So me explaining to her, uh, how old were you? Exactly, you can't remember, so shh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, she, uh, I was uh, basically looking around because uh, when it popped out, it was uh, really, really hurting really badly. And I stated to uh, Granny C and also my wife, I was like, is there anything I can bite down on when I pop this back in joint? Well, here's the items my wife first throws at me. She first throws at me DJ stuffed donkey. <laughs> I look at her, pitch it back at her. I'm like, are you serious, honey? She then throws me his onesie. I'm like, honey... I will rip this. It ain't going to work. Then she throws me one of his plastic toys. I'm like, honey, I need something to bite into. Not something I'm going to bite into, bust, and cut my mouth out of pieces. Don't, don't she, you have a leather belt? 
No, not normal leather, uh, not decent, no. Because I knew just if I was to do that, I'd have bit straight through it, too. <laughs> so finally, I'm like, honey, you have a piece of wood right beside your couch. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Look down there. She looks down there. There's a big wooden stick. So she throws me the wooden stick, and I reach down, and literally, except for kicking, and it sounded like a gunshot, like a shotgun before, it sounded like a twenty-two went off in our living room this go-around. When I popped my toe back in, and you can ask Granny C and Jessica both, I literally almost bit the piece of wood in half by trying popping it back in. Nice. But other than that, my week, normal, regular, hobbling around security officer, yeah, that's pretty much it at work. Uh, little Mountain Baby's now uh, just about uh, walking around everywhere. He's trying to figure out how to crawl up steps, which he's made it up one today. Other than that, Mountain Lady over here saying her youngin's killing her. So other than that, yeah, pretty in, pretty interesting, weird week. But Bushy, what about yours? How was your week? My week. Let's see. Um weird it, it, it's it's been a weird week i guess is the best way to put it i had to work my other job at a at a novelty store in the mall um ended up working till quarter to 10 uh, on a monday night so so i get home around quarter after 10 it takes forever because because the mall's on the other side of watertown uh my full-time job I don't even have to really go into the city even though i'm quote unquote in the city limits um, it's about an eight to ten minute drive to get there, to get all the way across Watertown, and it's not that far, man. It might be four or five miles, you know, to cross this entire city. It just takes forever to get through. I get home, lady's knocked out on the couch. I wake her up, and she's looking at me like I'm crazy. Right. And I'm like, get the hell out of my bed, because when Jed's not here, I sleep on the couch in front of the TV, you know. So that was just weird to stay that late. Uh, it's weird to work with young people. I, I've got to say that. Um, I was closing for the first time. And you have to understand, people, I, I, I'm a manager, okay? I, I'm a production foreman, which is still a manager. And um, I'm used to being in charge. I love the stress of not being in charge, okay? But it's funny because the store manager, who's early 20s, Asks me to stay till 9.45 instead of 9.30 because I'm new and they just want to make sure I get everything right. Okay. I stood around for 30 minutes because all the little stuff that the assistant manager, the assistant closing manager, who, again, early 20s, wanted me to do, I knocked out quick because I'm old school. I move fast. It doesn't take that long to sweep up a store. It doesn't take that long to fold a bunch of T-shirts, especially when they're uh, when you have that Sheldon Cooper damn folder thingy. <laughs> you know, you lay a T-shirt on it, bloop, 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 done. Right. So, yeah, I, I was just done in no time, standing around twiddling my thumbs. So it's just it's just weird to work with younger people because I don't understand their conversations because I'm twice their age and I'm like I'm just not twenty anymore, and I move so much faster than they do. Um. My regular work week, not bad. You know, no no real complaints. 
Um, today, like I said, I was happy. My uh, my ex-assistant foreman, I'm hoping he gets that foreman job on the night shift. He came in early as hell, so I was able to get out of get out of there a little bit early. Uh, but it, but it really hasn't been bad. Um, I got another blessing this week. Uh, we're not going to go into that, but I'm going to send those thanks out, heartfelt and much appreciated again. Um, because frankly, because of that, this show goes on, the radio show goes on, and uh, there's a little bit of stress lifted off my back. So that that was absolutely amazing, and I do thank those folks and love them dearly for it. Fantastic. Uh, but uh, barring that, nah, that is. Just been a typical work week. Nothing too stressful. Nothing out of the box. Just a normal week. Wow. Now, now, just a, just curious question because I've been curious. You had mentioned a little while back you possibly had a new frequent flyer. Is that still there, or did you already get rid of them? What the crap? Oh no, this guy. <laughs> this this oh my god. Now, here, here's the bad part. This guy lives in the same area I live in. The same little, uh, well, fucking trailer park. Okay. Um, so we have the same landlord. <sighs> he, he hasn't even been there three months. He's working through a temp agency working with us. And if it was me, if it was anybody else there that had been there for any amount of time, we'd have already been fired. And this guy's just, you know, you're not supposed to leave company property on your 20-minute break because of our insurance is still covering you. You know, he was doing that the first three weeks. Oh, I didn't know. Well, you're lying. You're told that in orientation. You were told that by your trader. But my boss said, well, until you told him, it wasn't really official. Now, shut the fuck up. It was official in, uh, in, 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 in orientation. But, you know, he keeps doing all, all this garbage this morning. Now, look, this morning sucked because... Nevaeh left last night to go to her grandmother's house, and I made the fatal error of staying up past 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. but also setting my sleep timer on my television. This is why this is a problem. I don't have it up loud. I do have it on so that it disrupts my sleep. Well, after an hour and a half, my TV shut off. So I had no light waking me up intermittently throughout the night. Oh, boy. I slept good. I slept deep. My phone started ringing off the hook at 5.35 this morning. My old assistant foreman, who's now running nights, was calling me. He said, hey, dude, get here. I get up, run into the uh, kitchen, grab my lunch out of the fridge, and run out the door. I didn't even get my dog out this morning, okay? Oh, wow. I haul ass to work. At 6.05, I call this new freak of flyer because he's still not here. The phone rings five or six times. Uh, hello? Hey, dude, you're supposed to be here five minutes ago. What's up? Oh, oh, shit. Sorry, Nate. Sorry. It's okay. You're coming in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Two and a half hours later, this fucker shows up. If it was me, I'd have been shit-canned. Now, this guy, like I said, still works for the temp agency. He doesn't even work for us yet. And I have a write-up on him uh, because we have to uh, keep notes. Anytime I talk to my guys about anything, I have to keep notes of it in the computer. I have more on him in two months than I have on my guys that have been there for 30 years. It's ridiculous. Holy crap. So, wait a minute. You've got more on him than you had on the other frequent flyer? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, because the other frequent flyer had a um. He uh well, oh no, her no, no I had a lot on her too. I know who you're talking about now. I had one that had a FMLA, which is that Family Medical Leave Act or whatever. Right. So you couldn't do anything to this guy, even though this guy would sit there and say, oh, I love having a piece of paper that says I can call off whatever I want. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Bitch, I'm your boss and giving you a ride home. You going to say this crap? Oh, ow. <laughs> but no, what, what I'm thinking is I'll let this guy ride out his 90 days because you have that 90-day probationary period. Right. And then after they look at the number of points he has from absences and lates and all that and leaving early. And they just won't hire him on. But it's bullshit. I got to wait three months. This is a guy we should have gotten rid of in the first month. Sounds about right. But, you know, hey, whatever. I just got to babysit. That's my job. I'm a paid babysitter. Right. Well, Sam, what about... Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. Shit. Got a job. Oh, my God. Working. But what the hell is that all about? I'm still in shock. He's got a job. (laughs) I know it, I know it, and the worst part is I'm proud of him, but it still messes my little head up. Right, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> which hand? Hey, stop that, you stop that, don't you remember our episode last week where, where this is the more sensitive plug? <laughs> See, it's what Hey, it's my story, I'll tell it any way I want. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Big news today. Big news today. But um, before we get into that, let, let's play some music. We get, Dude, we get to play our three songs since Sin decided not to show up because he decided to accidentally fuck up and get a job. Right. So, hey, man, give me a song. Sure. This one I can remember whenever I was little, and I will explain a little bit later on in the episode. This was one of the very first ACDC songs that I have ever heard. And even though as a youngin' you don't understand it, it's still a very damn awesome song. ACDC, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap.
same way brother it's um not the first one i ever heard by acdc but you know what i'll explain it in a minute it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll
All right, Jonathan Davis of Korn gets credit for bagpipes. Are you kidding me? The whole last half of that song is bagpipes. Right. <laughs> all right. So, yes, the reason, folks, we're here at all this ACDC is the unfortunately late but so great founding member of ACDC, the older of the two brothers, Malcolm Young, passed away today, well, Saturday in Australia, so that was probably yesterday our time. Right. Um, died at the age of 64, very young. But he's um, he's he's been suffering from dementia. Uh, it's been known for what about three years because he left the band and his yep. nephew ended up taking uh taking over his guitar uh his guitar duties. Yes. But what a what a sad day! What a sad day! Because I don't know what your opinion is on Malcolm Young as a guitar player, but this this is this is my opinion. This is a guy who. His riffs are iconic. You know them no matter what. You know that tone. You know that sound. You know it's him. It was, he was almost an off beat, even though we're not talking about beats when you're talking about guitar. Are you still? But almost an off beat style of playing. Very driven rhythm guitar player. Didn't want the limelight. He just wanted to get the damn job done, and he got it done in a way that, frankly, I don't know that Angus Young could have ever shined the way he did without Malcolm back there laying down those incredible, incredible riffs. Very true. You know, I mean, I mean, what, what, what's your take on Malcolm as a rhythm guitar player? That's all. That was his job was just laying back that rhythm. Uh, he's one of the best and utmost. Uh, uh, well, hell, I mean, that's all you can say. He's just the absolute best, and you're right. Angus, with his uh, weird antics and his input on the guitar, you're exactly right. Without his brother and them two working together, no, it, he wouldn't have been as uh, it wouldn't have been a as iconic as iconic duo as they actually turned out to be. Absolutely, man, because they just complemented each other so well, so well. You know, heavily blues-driven. Yep. Although it wasn't blues-driven. You know, Angus definitely stayed in that pentatonic minor scale, which is typical of the blues. But, man, it was... It, it's just such a... It's such a hard pill to swallow. I'm, I'm, I'm getting really sick of all my heroes dying. But I also understand that a lot of the bands that I love started in the 70s. So it... It stands to reason, you know, but 64 is not that old, you know, it, it, it sucks. He had that debil uh, debilitating uh, disease going on. Yes. You know, but, um, man, that just sucks. But what I wanted to know is, um, what's your history with ACDC as far back as you can remember? What was it that was like, wow, these guys are cool. Uh, <laughs> How many times am I going to have to repeat this on this show? Uh, oh, my God. Is this another jacked-up jacked jeek story? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, uh, my as as a lot of people know, Granny, Granny C over here <laughs> is very old school. Not so old school, yeah, but she is old school 
classic rock, ACDC, ZZ Top, Led Zeppelin, Styx. I mean, the the good classic rock, Leonard Skinner. And the, sure, I could probably party with your mom better than you. Yes, very much. <laughs> uh, for me, that my mother had Poison, ZZ Top, uh, ACDC, cassette tapes. Now, for anybody that don't know what cassette tapes are in this new day and age, because you're listening to a podcast, it's a little bitty thing that you put in the older vehicles that says cassette tape. It's a little square. It's got a little yes, film on that, that's, it. That is not an iPod dock. No, okay. it's not. <laughs> uh, but that was actually the tape. I can remember the two she mainly had in her Jeep, which was ACDC, Dirty Deeds, Don Dirt Cheap, mm-hmm. and ACDC, Highway to Hell. Now, nice. me in kindergarten was singing Dirty Deeds, what? Don Dirt Cheap, and would get sent to the office to the principal because I'd be singing the lyrics and not understand what they were. Ah, beautiful. Teachers teachers would really look at me and say, how do you know that music? Uh, I listened to it with my parents. Why? And then mom and dad would come into school and stuff. Um, do you know your son's listening to this? Yeah. Do you know he doesn't know what any of it means? Uh, yeah, but he's singing it. So leave him alone. As long as he ain't sitting there actually telling a woman, give me dirty deeds and re- a really cheap price. I don't think there's really that much of a problem. <laughs> oh man, that is that is awesome. Um, my earliest ACDC memory actually comes from the Brian Johnson era, not the Bon Scott era. Right. Uh, I had to go back and discover that. Um, I, I I believe I've told the story on this show about how I discovered Kiss. Um. Maybe not, but I will leave that for a, a, a Kiss-themed episode. But around that time, I had a buddy that would come over, and uh, I don't know how I got a hold of this cassette. I just remember having it. I had a bunch of mixtapes that I recorded off the radio, because that's how you downloaded songs back in the day. You waited for the song to come on. I hope the damn DJ didn't talk over the intro. Right. But um, I had this cassette. And I remember listening to it, and it, it, it was funny because I we're talking 86, 80. Yeah, it was definitely 86. 85, 86. When the hell did Back in Black come out? Uh, 86. Okay, so yeah, but it, was, it was around mid-86 then. <laughs> I'm going to guess. But I remember listening to it, and I thought it was a black rock and roll band. Because of the way Brian Johnson sounded, I was totally blown away by that vocal. But that guitar, it was just so raunchy. It was so raw. It was so dirty. And it wasn't necessarily distorted. It was just cranked to 11. You know what I mean? Blew me away. So my my first experience with ACDC was just rocking the hell out of the Hell's Bells Black and Black album, you know. Years later, I discovered Bon Scott era ACDC. And I'm still to this day torn over which I prefer. Most of the time, I go go Bon Scott. Most of the time. 
um, I think High Voltage is a brilliant record. That was their uh, American debut. Yes. Even though 74 Jailbreak came out before, it came out later stateside. Um, I, I, I bought that one first just because I thought the cover was cool. You got Angus Young. And Angus, you know, Angus was always on the cover. Always. You know, but uh, you got Angus with a lightning bolt striking down. But that song that I actually just played, it's a long way to the top. Lyrically, it spoke to me because I, by the time I discovered the Bon Scott era, I was wanting to be a rock and roller. I was wanting to pick up a guitar. I was wanting to learn how to play. And I wanted to live the rock and roll dream. And I just remember that riff. It was, it, it's so offbeat, but it's so technical at the same time. I was blown away by it. Yeah. And then I just, you know, dove head first into all things ACDC. Right. Uh, you know, to this day, I mean, like, uh, Dirty D's and Highway to Hell are classic albums, but Powerage has got to be one of the greatest albums of all time. Yes. For sure, for sure. Um, where we were talking about dementia a moment ago, for anybody that don't know, just in the future, because Granny E, my grandmother who lives with us, uh, in uh, sometimes appears on the episode trying to whisper, but we still catch her little lovely voice on air every now and then. <laughs> As she walked yeah, we're, we're not the most professional podcast in the world. Oh, heck no, by no means. But uh, my grandmother suffers from dementia. That's why she's living with us. So so I completely 100% understand the concept of having to deal with dementia because it's two different major things that affect elder elderly people big time. And it's very hard to deal with and very hard for the family to help with. So... So yeah, for anybody that don't know anything about it, definitely uh, definitely look it up and see if there's anything you can do to help with it. Because still, this day, there's no cure for it. It's a it's a very painful thing. My mama uh, passed away as she had dementia. Um, they weren't sure if it was Alzheimer's or not. They had her on Alzheimer's education or uh, not education medication. Um, but it was definitely dementia. It is a horrific thing. It was it was painful for me to, to call and talk to her because she would talk to me, but you could tell she didn't know who the hell she was talking to. Right. Um, I, I worked as a nurse for a long time in a nursing home, uh, CNA and a nurse, and um, they're some of the most difficult people in the world to deal with because you never know when they are. And that's the important thing to remember is you don't know when they are because it eats away at the memory. Your short term is what goes first. So, I mean, I remember hearing stories of my grandmother asking why her last name was Atchison, which is my last name. Right. She couldn't figure it out. And, you know, my aunt who was taking care of her because she's an RN would tell her, well, because you married Douglas, you know, my grandfather, my papa. And she's like, really? I married Ola's son? <laughs> she, just, she just couldn't remember anymore. They just, she went so downhill after my grandfather died. But we got another 10 years or so out of her. Half of me wishes she'd have done what a lot of elderly folks do, which is just pass on a few months later. But she, she didn't know who she was anymore, you know. So it's, 
it's a very painful thing to, to sit there and witness. Um, oh, uh, it's... <laughs> go ahead. He said you were done with that one. No, it's just it's just a it's it's just a very painful thing to to see someone you think of as so strong reverting back to almost infancy where you have to feed them and change them. It's, yeah, it's just very difficult. Um, now the report I read on uh, Malcolm said that he um, he had family around him, died peacefully, and that's great. It just it sucks so bad that another hero is gone, and it's, it, especially this guy because I I don't care without Malcolm. ACDC was not the same band. There was no way that band was going to be the same because of his very distinct driven guitar sound, the way he played. You're exactly right. I mean, 100%. There there was just no way to bring out any new music. But for what they've got going, basically just to do all their albums now that they've got out, it's pretty awesome, especially with and I cannot believe I'm going to say this, and you and Sin were right. Do you have any idea how hard it is to actually say that? You know Axl Rose kicked ass. Yes, I have to admit, Axl Rose actually does pretty damn well at it. I give him props. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I was skeptical at first until I saw the first video. Dr. Fuck called it. He called it. He said, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be so well done. And he's absolutely right. If anybody has the vocal prowess to cover both Bon Scott and Brian Johnson, it's absolutely W. Axel Rose. No, I disagree on that. No one can cover Bon Scott. Not even Axel oh. Rose. Sorry. I disagree. But for Bon Scott, or uh, blah, 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 blah. uh Brian Johnson, yeah, he does pretty well, but Bon, no, I'm sorry, I, I don't see that. Uh, you better look up them concert clips of him doing riff rap, and that's the other thing. Um, with Axel coming in, ACDC was able to play songs that they haven't played in a long time because Brian Johnson's voice was deteriorating. Right. You know, so bringing back songs like Riff Raff off of Powerage. It was just amazing, and I have to say, and, and, and I hate that I didn't research this deep enough to tell you who uh, Malcolm's nephew is, but my God, he plays exactly like Malcolm. He doesn't miss a lick. Absolutely amazing. I did. It's like it. Say again. I was going to say, it's like, if you went to a bar to see a bar band, you know, when, when you see the bar band, you want to hear the music played the way it's supposed to be played. You don't want to hear their take on it, for the most part. True, true. Because you're just there getting drunk and watching the bar band. They're a cover band, that's what they do, and that's fine. I have all the respect in the world for them. It's a lot of fun. I don't mind paying five bucks at the door. I don't mind any of that. They can't always do it exactly right. Malcolm's nephew does it exactly right. Well, I've heard Malcolm, uh, or his nephew, has studied nothing but his, both of his uncles. I mean, for Angus and uh, Malcolm both. So, I mean, yeah, it is a fantastic thing for him to be able to play exactly to a T, yes. Hell yeah. Now, I know we're singing all this praise to Malcolm. I, I, I have a question for you. Because of this Axel thing, there have been rumors 
about a final ACDC album with Axel on vocals. What are your thoughts on that? First time I've heard of it, so this is basically going to be right off the top of my head. Um, if they were going to do a new album with that, I think it would honestly be pretty well. I mean, something to to carry the band into, I guess you could say, to this day and age of rock and roll for what they represent. I think it'd be awesome, but I'm also going to add something else onto this. I'm not sure how well that's going to be or now be able to be done with the fact of uh, with uh, Malcolm being gone. I, I don't know if his nephew and them will want to carry on the lineage with that with that one part missing if Angus would be able to do it or not. Well, I think Angus had uh, mentally prepared himself for this anyway, which is why they went on tour with Axel and, and the nephew there. So I, I, I think it could be a really, really good thing. Just one, I don't expect another 10 years out of these guys because they're getting older. I mean, Axel's in his 50s, but, you know, yeah, Malcolm was the older brother of 64. So what's Angus, 60, 62? Yeah, 62. You know, so um, I don't expect it to go on forever. But one last hoorah, I am down with it. Or, or, I'll go on record, live album. Oh, another live album? That would be Give me a live album. I've got the ACDC Bon Scott live. I've got Brian Johnson live. Why not Axel? So if we're not going to commit to a studio album, wouldn't it be cool to release the Axel shows live? It would be. I, I think it'd be pretty awesome, especially for him to get CD, CDs sold and stuff. That would, that would be a pretty neat concept, I, I'll have to admit. Yeah, I think that, I think that could be a great thing. You know, especially, and you know what, because we know these guys are good guys. Donate all the proceeds to, you know, Alzheimer's dementia research. Exactly. Yeah, something like that. That, that, that would be great. But all right, um, man, all this ACDC talk. I want to hear some more music. What do you say? That sounds like a plan. I went first last time, so what you got, brother? Oh, man, off of Powerage, which I think, even though High Voltage is my favorite, I think Powerage is the best ACDC album of all time. And this is a great little ditty. It's kind of slow, but it's groovy, it's sexy, it's dirty. Down Payment Blues. <laughs>
love that. I have played that on my radio show a couple times. Yeah, it's a um, very, very good song. All right, what do you got? Oh, well, this one, uh, this one's going to be talking about everybody, pretty much, uh, just for shits and giggles. One of their humor songs, in my opinion, they just wanted to see how far they could push the envelope. I'm going to have to go with ACDC, Big Balls. society God's gift to ballroom notoriety and I always fill my ballroom, the event is never small, the social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all episode of rocket metal combat podcast it was but uh ian wadley said something that uh, really struck me as genius you have brilliant writers such as jim morrison of the doors who was very deep and sometimes you didn't know what the hell he was saying a lot like robert smith of the cure hey you like how i did that i just tied acdc into the cure <laughs> but he said that Bon Scott was the greatest shit house poet. <laughs> this is true. Songs like Big Balls or 
the one that I like even better, again, high voltage, she's got balls, only proves that point. Very true. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm excited this year, but I know I've been excited in the past. And um, I'm just kind of curious, and it sucks that, you know, Sin decided to work because I would love to know how Puerto Ricans celebrate Thanksgiving. Do they do it American style with turkey or do they have like enchiladas and shit? Or I'm sorry, was that racist? I don't know what I'm allowed to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious. Um, what 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 are your favorite memories from Thanksgiving? Just 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 any memory. What what's your favorite? Well, I'll be honest with you. All my life that I can remember as far back uh, doing Thanksgiving. Whenever I was younger, I don't think we really done Thanksgiving much, did we? No, your daddy has always come to the tree lot. That's that's right. I remember. Whenever I was really young, really, really young, we we didn't celebrate it much. And the only reason why, my father then worked on a Christmas tree lot. Yes, Christmas trees. That, the funny hey, hey, we got those up here, man. I love them. Well, the ones we grow down south here are Fraser firs. And up here in the mountains is the only elevation that they can actually grow year-round, even during the winter in the snow. Nice. So... Uh, my dad literally would leave two weeks before Thanksgiving and would be gone till one week before Christmas every year wow. to sell Christmas trees. And the older I got, my my favorite memories when I was a, got old enough to go to the tree lot with him, because that's where we used to hunt whenever I was growing up with my dad. Uh uh, we would go down there, work on the tree lot all day, and then in the evenings we would go hunting. So, that, and that's the same thing up here now. Thanksgiving up here is hunting season. So, ninety percent of the rednecks up here in Avery County really don't celebrate it much. But um, my favorite memory, whenever I was little, we was all on the tree lot together, and all the. Uh, Oh, the two owners of the tree lot and everybody, we'd all fix a big Thanksgiving dinner. And all of us would sit there on the tree lot and eat together and just have a big old time, which you get a bunch of crazy rednecks on a Christmas tree lot together. Yeah, it's a fun time anyway. But, nice, nice. <laughs> but uh, recent memory, I'd have to say, was a little bit... I guess how long how long was it that ago was it that we all celebrated with Grandma Gertrude about five years six seven years somewhere around in there six seven eight years ago our uh, Weinberger Weinberger side of the family we all decided to celebrate all as a family so um, we we would get together one or two weeks before Thanksgiving because nobody could ever get the same amount of time off when you have the size of family that my family used to be. So we we would celebrate it then, and that was the, the, the most recent best memories I had of seeing my entire daddy's side of the family together was when we all got together then with my grandmother before she passed. What nice. Well, I I, uh, I I have two myself, um, 
and I can't pinpoint the year on the first one, um, because we were overseas. Uh, uh, for folks that don't know, not only was you know I in the army, but my dad was in the army, and I spent my young years, my pre-middle school years, overseas in Germany. So Thanksgiving isn't so much about family as it is about friendship. Um, although that could be considered family too, because uh, the brotherhood in the military is is a different kind of brotherhood, you know. Right. But um, I just remember a bunch of the guys from my dad's unit coming over, and uh, you know, of course, their wives and their children and us all playing and having a good time. There was no football because uh, uh, the 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 American TV station that we had didn't play it. Right. Because of the time difference, so so we we couldn't watch football, so it was all about playing Christmas music, and you know just gathering with friends, and I I just loved that. I I I loved the fact that my mom was such a killer cook; she made way too much food. It just all the laughing and you know, you I'm trying to think of the words. I want to say jovial, but I don't know that jovial is the word I'm looking for. But it, there was just this camaraderie, this friendship, this togetherness that you only get when you're in a country that's not your own. But you're with your people. You know what I mean? It, right. it was it was really great. Um, the other one that sticks out is I got to spend one Thanksgiving and Christmas on the farm. Uh, down in Virginia, my uh, my mom and papa's house. They used to own me, uh, own a really really large vegetable farm, uh, ten minutes from Appomattox Courthouse, where the Civil War ended. Right. In this uh, little town called Pamplin City, it was called Pamplin City because oh. it did have a railroad depot. Um, I'm not so sure the train stopped there anymore, but it did back in the Civil War era. Uh, they no street lights. <laughs> <laughs> they had a general store and a post office, and uh, then they had a uh, ice cream store right across the the, the highway. Not an interstate, but a highway. Um, but it wasn't the Dairy Queen. You had to go into Appomattox to to hit the Dairy Queen. But we came home from Germany in uh, November 1986, and I got to spend Thanksgiving on the farm, and. Uh, I really remember that a lot because both my aunts came over. Now, my Aunt Marilyn, my Aunt Lisa, neither of them had any kids ever. Um, so it was just me and my sister, my mom, my dad, my Aunt Lisa, my Aunt Marilyn, my mom and papa. And that's all there was. I don't even know if my Aunt Marilyn was married yet. Uh, 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 to be honest with you, I know my Aunt Lisa wasn't. So it was just one of those good, down-home, country southern thanksgivings with all the fixings and i got to watch football that was one of the first times i uh i you know discovered football was on that particular thanksgiving it was a great time great great time well um just off of the radar for shits and giggles and crazy since granny clyde's sitting here granny what was your favorite thanksgiving that you can remember my favorite Thanksgivings was the ones that both you boys went to the tree lot with your daddy, and I sat here with a half gallon of homemade blackberry brandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. 
It was a wonderful Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because uh, I we we were talking about Thanksgiving today. Um, I only work Tuesday next week and then Saturday at, at my full time job. I do work Monday night at my part time. But uh, we were talking about Thanksgiving. Like, man, I don't even know if I'm going to see my girlfriend. I, you know, me and Nevaeh might go to Cracker Barrel for <laughs> dinner. Or I might just wake up and start drinking. I don't know which. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, now I, I, I got to lead you in a different direction. Damn, that's fucking blackberry brandy. That is cool. Homemade. Homemade, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I got to lead you in a different direction because that's memories. But do you have any traditions, or was the hunting thing or the tree lot thing kind of your tradition, and now you're trying to create a new tradition? He went to the tree lot for, oh, Lord. 30-some years. 30-some years. Probably around 30 years. We were married before he died, 33 and a half years. So. Oh, wow. Bless your heart. That's That's awesome. But now we're um, we're starting new ones now with W.L. and Jessica. And Mount Baby. Nice, nice. Yeah, and DJ now. Right, right. And it's it's important. Tradition, tradition is important. Um, and, and, and I'm almost Hitlerian, okay? I, I, I kind of almost turned to Hitler on the holidays. Um, and that's both uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas because I like things a certain way because it's been that way. Well, I'll be 43 in February, so it's been that way for that long. Um, I get up Thanksgiving Day. I turn the goddamn parade on. My mom always had the parade on as long as we were stateside because overseas, parade was already over. But as long as we were stateside, we always watched the Macy's Parade. And even now... Okay, and we'll see this year, because I don't know about this year yet, but even last year, I get more excited than kids do when I see Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, and I know the deal on Santa Claus, but it's the fact that we're coming into my favorite time of year, and the plug is going to hate me for the next three weeks because we're doing Christmas-related episodes if I have to cut my wrist just to prove we're going to do them. <laughs> Because we're coming into my favorite time of year. So the parade, every day. I love the turkey basting or, you know, roasting in the oven. But I love going in there and basting because every time you open that oven, it just fills the house. Yeah. You know, I love watching football. I love gorging myself like a pig. You know, these are just things that I do every year. Um, in, in, in my house growing up with my mom and dad... Because they divorced when I was 12. But growing up with them, after Thanksgiving dinner and dishes, and everyone had gone home, dishes were done, dried, put away, china, because my mom had good china and stuff. I, 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 I can't afford china. I got, like, plates and shit. <laughs> yeah. But after all that stuff was put away, that's when the Christmas tree went up. Yeah. I'm trying to get mine up tomorrow. I would have rather it have been up three weeks ago, but Nevaeh made me wait till after her birthday. Mm. But... You know, those were just things we did throughout the day. Parade, dinner. Dinner was always 1 o'clock. Yeah. wasn't supper. It was dinner at 1 o'clock. You know, and then football. 
you know, mm-hmm. or go play with your friends, depending yeah, on which part of the world yeah. we were living in. And then the Christmas tree went up that night, and it was just a lot of fun. Um, hunting, that was a day that we all, uh, in my in our, in my later childhood years, that was our day that we took the break from hunting. We weren't out there hunting on Thanksgiving because, uh, well, my dad remarried. It, it was a much bigger family. Um, you know, they're all is up here in northern New York, and now they all hunt. They all fish. But that was the day we didn't do that. We all came together, and again, parade, football, big meal, but the tree didn't go up that night, and that's the one thing I hated. Why did you hate that? Because I would already have my Christmas tree up if my daughter didn't say wait till after her birthday. Gotcha. <laughs> So, 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 what, 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 what traditions are you guys trying to set? Uh, uh, you know, you know now because things have obviously changed. The, the uh, dichotomy has changed, and now, Mountain Man, you're a father, and, and tradition is important. So, so, what do you think you want to start doing now? Well, as 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 little dude gets older, for sure. I mean, uh, the way I'm looking at it, because the past few years we've done like little Thanksgiving dinners on my on Granny C side of the family, like just us personally have like a little dinner, like you said. We we never went overboard, never tried to do you know a massive cooking fest, but um. Oh, see, we always went overboard, but. We're going to get into this in a minute when I ask you what your plans are for this week. I'm just wondering what traditions you're going to try to set. <laughs> um, pretty much actually doing it. Uh, it For here, it doesn't have to be on Thanksgiving, but definitely celebrating it as a family. Because uh, certain people like uh, out and about still this day go hunting on Thanksgiving. And that's something we're wanting to set as a continuous tradition with, D, with little DJ over here is... To definitely celebrate uh, everybody being together as a family, whether it be mom's side of the family or just the side of the family. I mean, just depends on either route if we all can come together at the same time or at separate times. So uh, definitely doing that. Um, probably still same thing. Hell, we, we figured out how to... My I know my, my little wifey and my little granny over here can cook really well. But I've also learned and seen from them they really like to cook with the microwave as well. So we're, ew, we're ew ew don't ew ew, dude. My, my my granny C over here can make you the absolute best microwave brownies you've ever had in your life. Um, what's that word you use when I talk about the curio? Okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't yeah, knock it till you try. Look, uh, Nevaeh's mother couldn't cook. She microwaved everything. My microwave goes on if Nevaeh's cooking nuggets in there real quick because she don't want to turn the oven on. I'm not even sure why I have a microwave. I don't even warm up coffee in a microwave. I hate a microwave. You would be surprised if you came here and ate. You would think you ate a gourmet dinner made on a cook, on a cook stove. And it turns out part of it was cooked on the cook stove and it was finished in the microwave. <laughs> I, I I would love to take that bet someday because I'm such a Gordon Ramsay kind of guy because I can taste when something's microwaved. It's ridiculous. 
Why the fuck is it so hot in the middle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, what are your plans for this week? Uh, Plans for this week? Work, hunt, and going to Golden Corral (laughs) with my wife, my son, and her mother. That is the plan this week. Nice, nice. And, uh... I, I, I can't even laugh at that because this is gonna be this is only gonna be the second Thanksgiving I've ever had where I'm not gonna have a home cooked meal. Um, I know that when my dad was divorcing my ex stepmother, because yes, I have a second stepmother now. It's his third wife, which is actually a sweet story because that was actually his high school sweetheart. They found each other years later. They've been married for thirteen years now. But um. When he was having difficulties with his ex-wife, not my mother, but his second wife, uh, he was actually living with me in my apartment because I had a half a house, you know, a big three-bedroom half a house. Right. Uh, you know, you know, with a roommate, and we had an extra room, so he was staying with us. And we went to a diner for Thanksgiving dinner. And um, this is going to be the first year, because I, I can't see making a... 12, 15, 20 pound bird, sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, stuffing, green beans, corn, you know, cornbread, biscuits, gravy, all that. I can't see doing that for just me and Lady. That's it. Because There's... I don't think that uh, Jen and I are going to be able to see each other that day, which is a sore spot that I'm not going to get into. <laughs> but um, I, I think that me and Lady are actually going to go like to our local Cracker Barrel or. You know, to that same damn diner my dad and I went to all them years ago while he was working on his divorce from his uh, second wife. You know, so um, I, I know that I will get up. I'll turn on the parade. I hope to get to a Cracker Barrel before I crack a beer. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I crack a beer... Now, I have a big old bag of turkey right now in my fridge because we had turkey left over from... Um, our potluck that we had this week at work because we do a potluck both at Thanksgiving and at Christmas time. Right. And uh, they provide a turkey for us for Thanksgiving and then like a deli tray at Christmas time. Right. So I got a big old bag of turkey. I hope that I get up, turn on the parade, don't crack a beer because I'll be kind of bummed. Right. You know, because I'm not going to see my baby and all, but I'm hoping I don't crack a beer and we go out. <laughs> Have something to eat. Otherwise, be like, look, just imagine we already had dinner. Have a turkey sandwich. Right. Well, that's that's us. We, uh, Gra- uh, Granny E has already said to us, Thanksgiving is just another day to her. She doesn't even realize what time of the year it is. And wow. just like we've. Oh, Granny E, you said. Yeah, okay. Granny E. And as for like Jessica and all of us, her brother. Her dad and her grandpa is going to be hunting anyway, so we didn't see no reason to cook for only three or four people. So that's why we're just going to make it simple and go to Golden Crown. <laughs> sure, sure. And it's 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 almost a hip thing to do, Mountain Man. So maybe we're hipsters now. We didn't even know it. Oh my. Um, I I know. I kind of want to shoot myself in the face too, just for saying it. Uh, I speak to say, um, dude. Really? You had to go there. <laughs> But, you know, a lot of people are going out to eat. Restaurants are open on Thanksgiving, and that's a great thing. Um, I just hope people aren't looking at me like, oh, look, he got his kid for Thanksgiving. No, bitch, I have my kid. 
Exactly. <laughs> but we're going to be doing the same thing. Um, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. So, I think it's time for more music. For some more music? Yes, sir. Well, I guess I'm going first. Yes, sir. Damn it. <laughs> oh, you'll be all right. I'll be all right. All right. I, I think we have a theme going on here, listeners. Can you guess who? Let's make it hard. Can you guess what? Nah. <clears throat> well, I'm going back to Bon Scott era. Uh, absolutely great album. One of the best songs, in my honest opinion, that made it popular for the band. I'm going to have to run with ACDC. And even though it's not a good theme for this time of the year, oh well. ACDC, Highway to Hell.
song. Yeah, it's a great song. Period. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great song. I I do love it. And hey, you could take the stairway to heaven. You could take the highway to hell. I think I know who had more fun. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's a really good one. I'm actually going to switch to the uh, Brian Johnson era. Boo! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you just watch your mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> no, um, I I'm, I'm going to go to the first ACDC song I ever heard in my life. Goes back to that white cassette with the black lettering before they were see-through, because see-through was something new and exciting. Right. From ACDC Back in Black, this is the title track, Back in Black.
Oh, man. Let me tell you why I like that song. We had already suffered the death of Bon Scott. Mm -hmm. And Brian Johnson with that song. That song in particular, lyrically. He's telling you, we're back. I'm here. I'm in the saddle. We got this, bitch. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Make it black. Oh, sorry. I know. I, oh, oh, yeah, for real. And, and, and he really complimented Bon Scott. He he really, really did. He did. Great, great stuff. So, um, I you know what? It's funny. I don't know if this is going to be a short episode or not. Some of these songs are kind of long. But, um, you know, we're down a guy because he decided to yeah, get a fucking yeah. job and shit. <laughs> So, uh, Mountain Man, you got anything to promote? Well, uh, yes, actually, I do, since we were talking about it earlier. And this is actually to honor Malcolm uh, Malcolm Young and something to possibly help in the future. Because, actually, at first, no, I did not have anything to promote. But I'm going to now. Uh, since me and you both have dealt with dementia and also the passing of uh, Mr. Malcolm... For anybody that can or is having to go through this or anybody that doesn't know anything about it, please do a little bit of research. Look up about dementia and what it does to people. And also there are places that are doing research to try to find a cure. So if at all possible, hell, why don't you uh, take a look at somewhere that is uh, taking donations for research for dementia Donate and try to see if there's a way that they are able to help figure out a way to come up with a cure for it. Other than that, that's all I got, brother. Okay, look. Mm. I'm getting really sick and tired of you doing these promotions where you're, like, asking for help for a great cause. And then I go and do something shallow and insignificant. Dude, you don't do nothing shallow and insignificant, dude. Everything we promote. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Bam. Uh, but, but yeah, no, dude, don't ever think that. I, I just wanted that one off the top of my head. But uh, what about you? What do you got? Oh, man. I, I, I have in my hands right now my all-time favorite Christmas album, because, yes, we are coming into the Christmas season. Wait, 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 wait. Is this a freaking album you already put on Facebook? Yes, sir. Oh, my God, I'm hitting mute. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> ah. 1979. God. I have the gatefold vinyl in my hand right now. I own the CD. The CD pisses me off because it's missing music. I had this album as a kid. Um, when I moved out to Albuquerque in 1999, uh, I hated it. I came back here three, three and a half weeks later. My pawpaw paid for a train ticket for me to come home. And I had to leave my records behind. This is one of the records that my mom sold to feed her gambling addiction. It is my all-time favorite Christmas album. And I want to promote the 1979 classic, also a great ABC special, back in that same year, John Denver and the Muppets, A Christmas Together. Um, because who doesn't love the Muppets? And John Denver has a beautiful singer voice. 12 Days of Christmas, 
Ralph the Dog singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. The Peace Carol, beautifully sung by John Denver. Christmas is Coming, which was done in a round with Scooter, uh, Gonzo, and Miss Piggy. A Baby Just Like You, which is kind of a religious song. Deck the Halls. When the River Meets the Sea, which most people only know from Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. No, it first appeared here. Uh, let's see. Little St. Nick. That's right. Dr. Teeth of the Electric Mayhem covering the Beach Boys. Uh, Noel, Christmas Eve, 1913. The Christmas Wish, which was a medley talking about Alfie the Christmas tree and Carol for a Christmas tree. And then it's in every one of us which is basically about a Christmas tree that just lives in the forest but longs to actually be a Christmas tree and not just be a tree out in the forest. Silent Night, Holy Night. The reason I love that so much is it tells the actual story of Silent Night and how it was written in Germany. Right. It was called Stille Nacht. Um, because the piano was broken, so they needed a song with a guitar accompaniment. And then we wish you a Merry Christmas. Great, great album. It is my all-time favorite Christmas album. And if you are a fan of Christmas music, and I am a fan of Christmas music. I've already had it on Sirius XM Channel 4 in my truck for the last two weeks. Channel 4 on Sirius XM has been playing Christmas music for the last two weeks. Check this album out. It's a lot of fun. And I'm telling you, I'm going to be fighting the plug for the next three weeks, at least, to do Christmas-only episodes. Because it's my favorite time of year. And that's what I have to promote. But hey, it's time to pay the bills. No. Check out these promos. Wait. What? Nope. Go ahead with the promos. Oh, well, fucker interrupted me. I believe that in, too, to show you're a dick. Go ahead. Check out these promos. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Hey, bangers. Big Bushy here. What are you doing? Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right. All genres of metal. All requests honored. Only on ThatMetalStation.com. But remember. Whatever you do, don't fall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. All right, definitely check out the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey, Mark and Lee Gersman just got over 100 downloads on their show, on their small time. He was doing 20 shows or 20 downloads a week, much like we are. Right. 
just hit 100 with their latest review. I've never even heard of the band they reviewed, but congratulations, Mark. Yeah. Congratulations, Lee. Good job, man. It is hard in this podcast world because I know what we get here on Podbean. I don't know what our iTunes numbers are because you can't actually see those numbers. Right. But I know what we get, and it's okay. I love doing it every week. And Mark's been, you know, Mark and Lee have been dealing with the same thing, you know, 20 a week or so. Right. You know, so I, I get it. Congratulations to Freeform Rock Podcast. For sure, for sure. I'm sorry, though, and where I was going to interrupt you, and you call me a dick if you want to, I'm sorry, I'm not done with the show yet. Oh, 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 shit, we got more show? Yes, we got more show. I'm not finished yet. Oh, well, well. Preach, motherfucker. Well, the, the since we were talking about traditions of Thanksgiving, everybody knows, and since you said you want to touch base on Christmas, i got to know, what's your traditions to begin after Thanksgiving for Christmas? i got to know. Oh, man, it's uh, And if it, it's, it's hard been because... a 30-minute uh, conversation, oh, well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Growing up with my mom and dad together, like I said, Thanksgiving night the tree went up. That's and you know my mom put out the the menorah. She she did all of it. Right. She she put a menorah out there for Hanukkah. Yeah, and we lived in Germany, and that's why I want to do a several Christmas shows. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about Christmas in fucking Europe. But these days, I would already have my tree up. My daughter didn't let me do it this year. Last year, I had it up just after Halloween. The year before, I had it up two weeks before Halloween. Um, I don't have a real tradition as far as uh, coming into the Christmas season. As soon as they start playing Christmas music, I start listening to it. Uh, I'm into Christmas before Halloween comes. It's my absolute favorite time of the year. Uh, I actually don't have a problem hearing Christmas music in May. I don't care. I absolutely love it. Christmas in um, July. Hey, there you go. Yeah, right. Well, that's just a way for stores to sell shit. Right. <laughs> Which is, you know, normally when I start my Christmas shopping, I didn't get started this year like that. But no, uh, I, I really get stoked, really get stoked when uh, Hallmark starts playing their Christmas movies. Fantastic. That's been going on for a week or so. And I know they're all romance movies. I don't care. I I love them. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Uh, Jessica's the same way. Uh, I think now, how long, maybe? Two weeks? You've been watching Christmas movies so far. Since, ever since Hallmark started. And that's, that's one tradition we love to do between me and Jessica. Because you remember when you first met us, we were stone cold freaking broke living in a shitty little apartment on a PS3. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was living with my sister, so yep. I got you, brother. Um, that that was our favorite thing to do right, right after Thanksgiving then, because then I didn't work at the tree lot. Me and Jessica had just moved in together. And that, that was one of our favorite things. And even like for, like you were saying, you celebrate, you like uh, getting in Christmas fair before Halloween. My wife's same way. And that's what kicks me into the Christmas spirit, especially leading up because don't know if everybody knows this or not. I think I said it before in the last episode, but my wife's birthday is in December. And now also 
Baby DJ's birthday is in December. Him and Jessica's birthdays are exactly three days apart. Nice. So that you did say that last week, absolutely. Yes. So I mean that beginning of that, everything leading up to with me, and especially with the way my wife loves to celebrate Christmas. Hell, I'll go ahead and say today, my while we were putting up, while we were when my wife dislocated my toe. We were in the process. Pussy. Uh, shut up. <laughs> we, I broke my toe, slamming it into a bed, but uh, uh, a Mountain Dew bottle kicks my ass. Yep, Mountain Dew bottle whoops me every time my wife gets pissed at me. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but today, we were putting up Christmas stuff. We've got lights hung in the dining room. Jessica's uh, little village is set up. Heller Christmas tree has been up all year, if that tells you anything how much we love Christmas. And we've had new streaming lights in the living room. And have you seen the big lights that you can put outside, That uh, the new ones that are like the pyramid-looking ones that'll shine on your home and just do different colors and everything? Sure, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. got three of them, and they're on our ceilings now in our living room uh, and dining room. That's awesome. I want the movie projector that you can put Santa Claus on your fucking window. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's just I'm awesome. just saying. Well, for I love me some Christmas. So, you know what? That's a two-to-one vote, obviously. Fuck said the next three weeks we're having Christmas conversations. Oh, for sure. And I wanted to start early because I'm like you, brother, this year. And, I mean, I know you're definitely excited with Nevaeh, uh, 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 our lady, of course. I mean, it's just a fantastic time of year. But I will admit, me being a dad and having two birthdays plus Christmas, yes, I'm going to be broke. But I am absolutely, totally, 100% looking forward to this year. Because last year, whenever uh, DJ got out of the hospital, he was he was still kind of sick. So, I mean, it, it really wasn't a good time last year. It was hard on it a little bit. But this year, I mean, with how much he's grown and Jesus Christ, you were right. <laughs> hey, I will give you this advice as somebody that just went through it. Enjoy those first 10 years and keep that magic alive as long as you can. It was after Christmas this year that lady told me she knows there's no Santa, but she faked it for me last year. Right. So enjoy that time because when I give Christmas presents to people, I don't call them Christmas presents. I don't call them Christmas gifts. I say, here's your Santa Claus. Yep. I love Santa Claus, okay? If I could be Santa Claus, I think that would be the greatest job in the world. And if you can keep that magic alive, you lie to that fucking child. You tell him, I don't care what the bullies of school say. He's real, I believe. I remember... In fifth grade in Germany, we were living in Heidelberg. I started hearing that bullshit talk. And I remember my teacher. He was my homeroom teacher and my math teacher, Mr. Counts. That's a C-O-U-N-T-S. And I walked up to him and because I was so upset. I, and I remember this vividly. Mr. Counts, is it stupid to believe a Santa Claus? And his eyes got real wide. Why is that stupid? I believe in him. And dude, I was so into the Christmas spirit. I I am not lying to you. I was 
15 years old before I stopped believing. I was that into Christmas. You let him hold on to it. You make him watch things like, uh, oh, Jesus, what's that Tom Hanks fucking uh, Christmas movie that's so beautiful, the cartoon? Oh, uh, I know I know the one you're talking about for sure. Yeah, definitely. Polar Express. Express. Make him watch stuff like that. You know, make him watch the Santa Claus. You keep that dream alive because as long as the magic is there, it's so much more fun. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you something else. As a father that's already done it, it's so much more work. You have to be so sneaky. You have to be so quiet. You have to stay up so late because these little motherfuckers never go to sleep because they're so excited about Christmas. Right. And if you have to put shit together, now you're lucky. You got a boy. So, you know, you don't have to build a dollhouse. I've had to build a fucking dollhouse, a wooden dollhouse. You know how hard it is to hammer little pin nails into wood in the middle of the night without waking up kids? <laughs> but no, keep that magic alive. The magic of Christmas is so important. That's why dude, I, I love this season. I love it. I love it. I love it. People, un- unless they're shopping, because shopping people are dicks. People are just inherently more nice. They're inherently more good. Except for it's fucking a great Friday. time of year. Except for Black fucking Friday. Well, that's why I said stay away from shopping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dude, DJ now has already got to where he loves getting paper and ripping it up and throwing it everywhere. I mean, it's definitely coming to that, that it's going to be awesome this year. But where you're saying uh, keep the spirit alive, dude, me and Jessica has went. uh, There's a place in North Carolina by Cherokee called uh, uh, Severeville. Uh, that has an old train station that is still active, but it only goes one way forward and backward the whole train ride. And uh, the Great Smoky train ride, for anybody that's wanting to look it up, they do the Polar Express train ride. And me and Jessica went on that because that movie is one of her favorite all-time Christmas movies. Love it. So, yeah, I mean... Oh, we we will do an all-time favorite Christmas movies episode. Because I was about to say, uh, love it, but not. But yeah, yeah, we're going to have to do that episode. Great movie. The the animation was amazing. I love how Tom uh, Tom Hanks plays like all the characters. Right. Great movie. Great movie. Makes me cry every time I watch it. I don't care. No, oh, there ain't nothing wrong with uh, being a little sa- There's nothing wrong with men being sappy during Christmas with children. Now, I don't give a damn who you are. I, I don't care if you have kids, man. Christmas is the greatest time of the yes, year. Yes, especially for family and friends. You're exactly right. But, I mean, yeah, for for uh, us, I mean, it's not telling what new traditions. I mean, we've got, okay, and this is going to sound redneck as hell, but I really don't give a shit. We've got camouflage stockings with our names on them embroidered. Into, nice. We've got every Christmas light you can imagine, color, Hung in our living room, flashing right now. We've got Christmas lights hung on the arm handrail of our steps, going into the living room. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 a great time in our household, and I hope That's... and I hope everybody gets to be able to do that. I know there's a lot of people that don't, 
But for sure, I mean, I, I 100% agree. Christmas is a great time of the year, and I guess I'm so giddy because I'm a, I'm a father now. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it in a whole new way. I promise you, sir. I promise you. You're going to enjoy it in a whole new way. Now, uh, just curious on your little traditions. What are your, What is your favorite cannot miss, you have to watch it every year Christmas movie? That will be withheld? No. Until we discuss no. Christmas No, movies. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I'll tell you mine. A Christmas story. A Christmas story. <laughs> Fantastic one. Nothing wrong with that. You want to know what mine is? What's the that? original, original, old M&A, old uh, blah, 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 cartoon, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole How Christmas. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Grinch. You really are a hero. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Jim Carrey done a good job in the new one, but every year. Oh, he, he, he did way better than... Uh, uh, Mike Myers did in the cat. Yes, ten times better. But now, let, let me hit you with some trivia since we're going way the fuck off topic. Sure. Little Cindy Lou Who uh-huh. and Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Uh-huh. Do you know what she's doing these days? Uh, no, I do not. Have you ever heard of this little band called The Pretty Reckless? Yes. That Taylor Momsen, that smoking hot blonde lead singer. You're kidding me. Not a bit. That's little Cindy Lou Who. Are you serious? Do you feel dirty now? Holy. Because I did. Wow. I saw that video for uh, going to hell. I was like, oh my God, she's hot. She's, oh, Jesus, she's just barely out of diapers. Right, Jesus Christ. I did not know that. Holy cow. Yes, Taylor Momsen. That's her little Cindy Lou Who. Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> yes, that's her. Gr- Granny Clyde just opened the door and said the number one song she has to hear, hear every year is Elmer Fudd singing, singing Blue Christmas. No, it's Porky Pig. Porky Pig, yes. No, there's Elmer Fudd uh, version. There is. I, I haven't heard the Elmer Fudd version, but that will be coming up. Yes. In future weeks on The Plug, we will discuss Christmas movies. We will discuss Christmas music. For sure. Because I'm a huge Christmas music fan. Everything from Trans-Siberian Orchestra featuring members of Sabotage. Right. All the way down to Elvis. I love Christmas music. And we will definitely discuss Christmas tradition. Now. Uh, coming up on those, and if it's possible, we might ought to try to get the missuses on the show with us because their insight on those will be extravagant for those shows, I believe, if it's at all possible. I, I think that'll be just fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, get them real close to the mic or whatever, and we'll make that happen. Exactly, because I know Jessica loves talking Christmas, so I think that'd be an awesome episode to bring her and Jen on, we just have to find some huzzy in Las Vegas. Sin can pay a dollar two to pretend to be his. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mountain Man, once again, it's been a pleasure. Sin, it's, oh, yeah. So work? What? Yeah. 
Not man. Final thoughts. Same as always. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Happy whatever the sorry snowflakes say. I'll be nice. Very fucking Christmas. Skitter pal meow meow man out. <laughs> this dick. It's a happy Thanksgiving. Hey, I, I, like I said, Thanksgiving this year is going to be at Golden Corral so they get a Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. For all I know, it's going to be Happy Columbus and the Pilgrims Killed Indians Day for all I yeah, know. For- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it like I always say it, motherfuckers. Buy vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck? Is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. Mm-hmm.